I, I hope you have included that in your prayer. I, I hope that you're starting your day with an expectation on the table that we serve a mighty God, an awesome God, a right now God. Hallelujah. That will meet us at our point of faith. Hallelujah. Still dealing with Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21, reading out of the New America, out of the New King James Version. And it reads as such in our hearing. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The thought that I want to deal with, still dealing with faith perspective is by faith pressing to become who I am. That's a paradox. What it's saying is I, 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 I already am, but I'm pressing to become who I am. Well, how can I press to become who I am if I'm already am. <laughs> Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, give me the words that you want me to speak. Father, touch my tongue, touch my mind, and, and Lord, you, 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 you take it. You take it. Then, Lord, create an atmosphere that we may hear, that we may see, that we may receive, Lord, let our eyes be open that we may understand what the Spirit is saying. Even now, Lord, even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. There is a parable in the Bible that has just been put in my mind in between the first service and second service. Uh, and I sense that the Lord want me to share this with us. It's the parable of the steward. And in one of those parables, I don't remember where at right now, but I read it last week. And, 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 and at the end of the uh, parable, the steward, he, he owes his, his master something, but he don't have it to pay. But he goes to those that or owe him and say, if you, I tell you what, you, if, if you just give half, just, you just get, I know you owe this, but you're going to do this. Now what happens is those that he did that for owes him. He set himself up that when he is pushed out of position, that now he has people that owes him a favor. And, and what's the strangest thing, Jesus, took me a long time to understand this, and, and I'm still working on understanding, but I understand it better than I used to understand. He said, that, he said the people of the world know their system yes, sir. Yes, sir. better than the children of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <sighs> Did you hear what I just said? Can, can I dive into that just a little bit? He's saying they know how to work their system. They know how to work what they have. But he says, but those of us that are God's people don't know how to work the principles that God has given us. We still many times are still trying to operate by the world system and get ahead by the world system when God has changed the whole thing for us. <laughs> can, can, can I make it plain? Someone cusses us out, we cuss them back. They feel good because we got a better cussing. We still go tit for tat. We still will go right there and operate in the world system in our everyday life. Then come to church and say, 
Glory be to God. I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. get to the place that I believe that God is with me and for me to the place that God will fight my battles. If I let him. God won't fight our battles and we're fighting our battles. God will step back and say, go ahead and fight and see how that works for you. We haven't learned how to apply that God is right here. Listen, Right now, he's in you. He's all around you. He loves you. He's for you. That can't nothing come at you unless he allows it to. If he allows it to, he got a purpose for it. And, and what I got to fight against is not reacting in the flesh, react in the spirit so that what God has planned for me will take place. Turn to your neighbor and say, this is a faith fight. I don't care how good you can fight physically. I don't care how good you can cuss somebody out. See, some of us, we don't have to reach back that far to get those words. You know, but wait a minute. Now that you are a child of God, don't you know this is a faith fight? And what God is trying to show us and teach us is how to fight this faith, this fight by faith, because we all are in a fight. Some of y'all have already turned me off because you don't want to hear what I got to say. You see, he's, what's this, what's this, what's this? God will only show us how to walk in the spirit what we are open to. And when we become not open, we don't see no more. And seeing this Christian walk is, 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 how can I say this? Sunday is for the help to illuminate my understanding so I can walk in victory more fully. Did you get that? God is trying to teach me how to navigate the pitfalls, the struggles, the pain, the hurt, so that I can get to the victory that has already been won for me. Listen, listen, listen. He has already, God in your life has already went to the end. Establish who he wants you to be, giving you the victory before time, outside of time. God made time, so he operates out of time. So outside of time, he went to the end of time and gave you your victory. Hold on, wait a minute. Then he walks down, step back in time, where you at, Save you right on time. Now, the journey is to get to where and what he already fixed for you by faith. Hold on, hold on. It's already fixed. So can't nothing hinder you unless you sit down on the journey. Listen, struggles, heartache, enemies, death, loss, everything going to come at you. But if it's already fixed, it's fixed. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The righteous man who is walking on the journey falls seven times. Listen, don't get stuck on the seven. Seven means completion. So it's not Seven, it means that if he keeps on getting back up, no matter how many times he falls, he's going to complete the journey because he's keeping his eyes up. Hold on, I got another one for you. His eyes is not supposed to be on the journey. His 
is supposed to be on the one that is walking with him in the journey because the goal of the journey is for him to become like Jesus. So in order to become like Jesus, you got to see who's walking with you. So if he takes his eye off of Jesus and put it on the journey, he now has sat down. Because <laughs> he's no longer watching Jesus. Let me show you. Peter was fine while it was storming. As long as he was, his eyes on Jesus, he was walking supernaturally over the storm that was storming. Listen, Jesus didn't stop the storm. He didn't stop the wave. But he said, Peter, I'm giving you supernatural strength to do what I do. I am, I, you, you are my disciple. I am your rabbi. So if I can walk on water and I told you to come to me, I am now giving you power to walk on water. As long as you keep looking at me, your trouble can't stop you from walking. Is there anybody got their eye on Jesus? Is there anybody that is in a faith fight? Is there anybody that knows that the devil's trying to take our eyes off of him? That's what this is really all about. We can make it about everything else, but whenever Jesus is not the center of it, the alpha of it, the omega of it, it has now moved in a natural sense when God has called us to walk in the supernatural. I hear something. I hear somebody say, everything ain't spiritual. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, you know what? The little baby over there think I'm talking to her. And I am. But I'm talking to you, too. Listen, listen. But I had a friend from California who grew up here, and he said this. He looked at me, and he said, the reason why you preach so hard is because he was looking at me because he was interpreting. He said, because what you're saying, and he's speaking my heart, it's important. So this is life. And the reason why, because you're taking everything you got to pour life that they may get it. I said, you're exactly right. If this is life and, and, and our victory in life is so important, then I'm going to yell it, I'm going to whisper it, I'm going to do whatever I can to get this across because this is life. I cannot casually preach life. It, it's like it's, it's cold blue and they come running through the hospital and they're coming with the child and, and, and everybody's there because life is that important and they're trying, okay, that's physical life, but isn't spiritual life even more important? I'm not talking just salvation. I'm talking your journey, my journey. And don't get me wrong, I know it gets hard sometimes. But listen, it's not about the hardness of the journey. It's about who's with you in your journey. It's learning of him. If I was to be honest with myself, most of what I learned has not been on top of the mountaintop. It's been in my valley where Jesus had my full attention. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, did you get that? I, I, I make a claim today that when everything is going well, he don't have our full attention. I think that the Lord got to put us in trouble's way in order to get us in our full attention so he can teach us what we wouldn't know otherwise. Do I have any witnesses in the house that would testify it was through your storm, it was through your tears that he showed up right on time and that you experienced him like you never experienced him before when, when the bottom them fell out? 
just saying, I'm pressing to become what I already am. Already in you. God don't have to do nothing more to you. He's just trying to bring out of you what's already in you. The problem is you keep on getting in the way. Can, can I get personal with you? See, it's not that he don't need to give you anything more. You already got it in you, but he's trying to stir up in you what he already placed in you, but you keep on keep on getting in your own way from you becoming who you are in him because you allow your feelings, your past experience, your sensitivity, your, your five senses, your own thinking, what somebody else says, what somebody else does to, to tell you who you are. But he's, they're not the one who define you. He's the one that define you. I, I'm not just talking to him. I'm talking to you, I'm talking to me. Because that is the battle. God tells him to do something, but he's afraid to do it. When he don't do what God told him to do, that experience that he would have had in doing it passed by. He would have learned more about Jesus in doing it. And when I said, if he sits there for 20 years, that's all he learns is that for 20 years. I hate to say this, but we got some Christians that have not moved spiritually in years. Why? Because we think that now that I got salvation, that's the end. I, I'm here to say that was just the beginning. Now, you, somebody says, hey, you got to work this thing. You got to work the salvation that is in you. You got to work it out. He gives you the power and the will to do of his good pleasure. And in doing that, you become more like him. Watch this, Ephesians 1, 3 and 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed E.D., Past, you are already blessed. <laughs> From the foundation of the world, you were blessed. Matter of fact, you was chosen from the foundation of the world. That before he began in Genesis 1, he called you and blessed you. Y'all hear that? Now, 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 you need to turn to your neighbor and say, I'm, I'm already blessed. I, I'm already blessed. I just need to make up my mind, I'm going to walk in it. I need to make up my mind, I'm not going to let nobody take me out of my element. Listen, 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 listen. I am either standing, I did this, but, but we need, I'm either standing in the flow of the Holy Spirit, or I have willfully stepped out. Question, what can you do of your own power when you step out? then why do we so easily step out? If I'm powerless when I step out, and Jesus has already said, you can't do nothing. And everything is spiritual, because the devil is always trying. Then why don't I stay in my power source? You understand? If the power goes out, the lights is going out because it's not hooked up to the power source. Guess what? You have a supernatural power source. And no matter what comes our way, you're plugged into a power source. And he already promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He already said, I started at the end and finished. How can I, how can I explain that? If I know my team has already won because because I was at church when they played, and someone told me, you know so-and-so won. When I go home and watch it, and I turn on my, my uh, to replay it, you know, even though they're down at halftime 20 points, I'm not concerned. Huh? But wait a minute, what I'm watching is they're 20 points down. But guess what? 
I know something. You know what I know? They already won it. So no matter how bad it looks right now, I know they're coming back. Why? Because the report said they already won. Well, guess what? We got a report. The report is God's report. And God said, you already won. So why you going to fret in halftime? Just keep on walking in what you're supposed to be walking, because we already won. <laughs> the question is, whose report do we believe? God already gave the report. So regardless what happens, I keep getting back up because this is not the end of my journey. If we can only remember that when the storm hits. Listen, things going to hit you. You're going to cry. going to take your win out. But that's when I gave you I am statements. I, I gave you that that they handed out. That's why you need to have this handy, either someplace where you can put your hand on it, or you need to have it in your mind. You know why? You have to encourage yourself who you are, whose you are, what he says you already have. This is your diagnosis. This is your promises. This is the word of God for you. Got your name on it. Listen, he's talking to you. Touch your neck, say, talking to you. Talking to you. Talking to you, Terry. You don't have to look over there at nobody. I'm right here. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Donnie. Oh, I thought you was talking over there. But talking to, he's talking to you. He's talking to me. I received that. Do you see what I got to do? I have to make an intentional effort to receive what he says about me because what he says about me is different than what I say about myself. Can, can, can I go there? Can I go there? What I have been through, what other people have said, sometimes the way we've been treated is different than what God says about us. <laughs> so, watch this. So, I got to make a choice about which voice I listen to. I can go back to my past, and even though that is fact, am I making that truth? I can go back to what somebody or people done or said, though that may be fact, is that my truth? Or am I intentionally taking what the word of God says about me and who I am in Christ Jesus and getting it so in me that even though I don't feel it yet, even though I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't received it all yet, but I'm working it out of my own mouth until something goes click on the inside. How can I say this? Fake it till you make it. You got to act like it already. Faith is, is, is that I don't see it yet, but I'm trusting him at. Turn to your neighbor and say, according to your faith. You're going to walk in what God has for you according to your own faith. And, and hold on, watch this, watch this, watch this. But I have the ability and you have the ability to increase your faith. The, the word of God waters the seeds of faith that is in me. Me, me, me saying out of my own mouth is watering my own faith. I just don't have to accept what my mind tells me. You don't have to just accept the way you feel. Uh, listen, listen, it, it, listen, you got to work this thing. You got to work the word of God until you begin to say, I feel different. Hold on, watch this, watch this, watch this. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 
5, verse 25. It says, Husbands, go all out in your love for your wives, exactly as Christ did for the church. Hold on. I don't want to deal with husband and wife right now. I want to deal with the example that it's using because the highest illustration of the church is the bride of Christ. Everything I can say about a relationship between a man and a woman, I can say I can make parallels to, to you and the church. Everything. Look what this says. It says, God's love, God, his love is, I can't say maxed out because he's infinite. But it's, it's all out. I, I don't know how else to say it except from, from, he can't love you no more. But his love don't stop because it's infinite. You, you can't measure it. So, it's, it's, it's extending, it's always increasing, it's always because it's infinite, which means that there's no ending, but, 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 but yet, it's all out for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I need to explain more fully. Thank you. Siri said, take that deeper. Let me take that deeper. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Siri. See, God works in mysterious ways. Okay. <laughs> okay, Siri, I'm trying. The example of his love for you is Christ dying on the cross for you. He gave everything he had for you. And then he lifted you up with him when he went up to glory. Now this is what the Bible says in Romans chapter 8. He says, if he did all that, won't he give you everything else you need to be successful in living? Okay, I got another question then why do we keep doubting when he keeps proving himself? Now understand, the world is fighting against us, Satan is fighting against us, our own nature is fighting against us, which means that in order to walk successfully, I'm talking about, I'm talking get everything that God has for you, becoming everything God is calling you to be, I'm talking about beyond just salvation, but experiencing the Lord at a deeper level. I'm talking about moving from glory to glory, and that's what he has for you. But this is what I'm saying. That means then I got to have a press mentality. A press mentality. Listen, it's no question whether it's already mine, but the question is how much of it do I want to get? Can I, can I go a little bit deeper? Why should he give me more than what I desire? Mark 4, 24. He said, to the measure that you measure to my word will be the measure I give back to you. Now listen to what he's saying. He says, to the faith you place into the work and importance you place in what you hear, that's how much you're going to see. But if you don't take for real what my word says and what's being preached, then I won't take for real showing it to you. Because the only way you're going to understand it is if I unlock it in your mind and your spirit. But if I don't see you on the edge of your seat seeking me, then I'm not seeking you. Y'all remember that verse? He said, I'm looking to see if you... 
you must want me. <laughs> but if we are not intentionally endeavoring to understand, you know what God says? At the level you move, I move. I release what I see or don't see. I release what I understand and don't. You release it. According, turn to your according to your faith. Now watch this. If I have a little faith, then I need to work my faith. And you know what, you know what, you know what your troubles is about? Your troubles is about working your faith. Let me say this. Everyone in here got trouble somewhere. If, if it's going good today, wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Somebody said, wait till, wait till this evening. Wait till you get home. <laughs> you don't have to get out to church before. Tr- so, so what's this? A lot of times we count that as oh no when it should be oh yeah. Because what he's trying to do is get me to react in the right way and trust him with whatever the trouble is. And in that trouble, I'm going to learn something more about him. I don't understand that until he brings me through. And when I look back, I realize, wow, Lord. Matter of fact, I'm closer to you today than I was yesterday because of what I've been through. I love you more today than I did yesterday because of what I've been through. Because if I had not been through nothing, I wouldn't know nothing. But because I've been through something, I know you good. (laughs) I I know know you a way maker. I, I I know you been right on time. I know, I know, I know you love me. I, I know, I know you with me. I know, I know, I know based on what I've been through. I know something. I know something. I know, I know, I know. Watch, watch this, watch this, watch this. Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 5. He says, he says, it says, Exactly as Christ did love the church, a love marked by giving, not by getting. What is it? Christ's love make the church whole. You know what he's trying to do? Make us emotionally whole. Heal the hurt. Heal the pain. Heal whatever life has done to us emotionally so that we can walk confidently in him. Like what it says. It says, his word evokes. You don't know what is in you because it's hidden by you. But his word in your hearing, your, his word in your mouth, his word, if you keep on watering it, he will begin to bring See, 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 you can't see it, but he got glory on the inside. And the word of God reaches down and begins to evoke what's been placed on the inside. Can, can everybody see that? See, see, you only see a little bit of it. You don't see all of it, but God is up to something. Some of us is walking around, and we think we're doing something because that much is showing. But I want you to know there's more than that. See, see, you don't see it, and nobody else see it because it's covered up by you. You're covering up the glory that is on the inside. But if you keep on pressing by faith, God's going to keep on pulling up. So when he says you're holy, you start feeling holy. When he says you're chosen, you start feeling chosen. When he says I elected you, you start feeling elected. When he says you're mine, you begin to say I'm a child of God. 
When he gets in your royal priesthood, you begin to feel like a royal priesthood. When he says you're victorious, you start walking with a strut because you know you're victorious. There's something on the inside coming up on the outside and it's giving God glory. That's what God's trying to do in us. That's what we say, sir. But it's me speaking in your word, my word in you, because it's changing your paradigm. Hold on, what's this? Sunday morning is not enough word to make you change. You got to be in the word for yourself, speaking it for yourself. Listening for yourself, even if you got to take the same word over and over again until you start. Listen, it started just with a little bit. Yes, sir. But the more he kept on working it, guess what starts happening? Faith is that I trust him when I don't see no change. <laughs> you know what I discovered? Sometimes you don't change your situation, he changes you. What's that? And this is, this is the picture, Grandma. Is that he's walking with you through whatever. You know what? What's more important than him changing my situation? That he's with me in my situation. <laughs> so I got everything he gives because he's with me. My thank you. Thank you. Listen, listen, listen. Not getting next verse. Next verse because. Did, did I give that to you? I didn't give it to you. See, I just, it, I got hourless sleep last night. So I didn't give them everything. But you, but you will find that. Watch this. He said, and everything he does and says is designed to bring the best out of her. So everything he does and says in your life is designed to bring out the real you who you are in him. <laughs> he's up to something. Don't feel good, but he's up to something. He's up to something. Listen, listen, listen. So, 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 so what should we do while he's working it? Trust him. How can I trust him? With the word, knowing his character. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Uh, no one says it's easy. Matter of fact, I'll be the first one to tell you it's hard. But I don't tell you it's worth it. It's worth it. Matter of fact, after a while, you begin to say he's the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't know how he did it, but he's the best thing. What's this? Isaiah 55, verses 8. And 11, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Let, let me bring it. He said, he said, he said, don't think like the world thinks, because those are not my thoughts. He says, he says, he says, nor are my ways your ways. What's this? What's this? He says, the world, the ways that you've been taught won't work for you no more. But you know what blows me away? He says, I have some ways. I have a path. I have principles that if you work them, they will work for you. But it requires faith. I'm trying to bring out of you who I made you to be. But you got to trust me while I'm forming you. You may not know what I'm up to, but I'm up to something. You got to know that I love you. If I love you, I'm not going to hurt you. I know my thoughts for you. My thoughts is to bless you. My thoughts is for good and give you a destiny and a future. But you got to trust my thoughts concerning you. Even if I can't tell you what I'm up to, I'm up to something. Let me go on. He says, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than yours. He said, but as the rain come down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but waters the earth and, it, and, and has made it to bring forth 
a bud. He, he, said, he said, you don't see the whole thing. You know what you see? You see just a little bit. But you know what? I was shouting. Well, what we ought to do is shout before we see anything. You know why? I know the process. I, I don't understand farmers. Or maybe I do understand farmers. Why would a farmer keep farming even though last year was a bad year? He believes in the fruit potential of his ground. And he believes that if he plant good seeds and the environment functions and cooperate, he's going to get a good harvest. Is there anybody waiting on the harvest? You don't plant it good seeds. You don't wait it on the Lord. You are praising him and thinking, listen, every time you praise God, you're watering that seed. Every time you think you got your water now, now don't, don't get me wrong, you got to go back and deed weed sometimes. You got to take, you just can't plant the seed and leave it there. You got to rehearse the word to yourself. You got to praise and worship. You got to give some thanksgiving ahead of time. You got to talk with somebody. I got, some, I got some expectations on the table. Do you got some expectations? I got some expectations. I tell you what, I agree with your expectations. If you agree with my expectation, and together I will strengthen you, you will strengthen me, and together we're going to stand trusting God. If I get down, pull me up. If you get down, yes. I'll pull you up. Yes. But we're trusting yes. that our God is up to yes. something. Matter of fact, I see it on you. He's up to something. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't give in. Hold on. Hold on. Your harvest yes. is coming. Yes. I don't know when, yes. but I see it. Yes. I can't tell you how I see it, but I see it. Do you got somebody to agree with? Why would I sit next to somebody who don't got my vision? Why would I let somebody de-weed my seed? You got to understand, I done been through too much hell not to have an expectation on the table. I've been through too much. I've been through too much. Is there anybody in the house been through too much? That you gotta trust God. You don't got nothing else but that. But God has already proven himself that you know, you know that his word is true. I'm watering, I'm praying, I'm standing, I'm worshiping, I'm saying thank you. Don't see nothing yet, but thank you. There will be a witness in your spirit that you know, that you know, that you know. Listen, you can't share with everybody. You can't share with just anybody. It got to be somebody who's at the same level of understanding and faith. You can't open up your mouth and your heart around just anybody. But there's somebody God will place in your life that will come along the side of you and y'all can stand together that I believe to see the salvation of the Lord. I believe to see a shift in the atmosphere. I believe that my God is up to something. I believe is there anybody in the house that believes? It's a faith fight. It's a faith fight. Listen, 
You got to fight against yourself. You got to fight against how you feel. Sometimes you want to knock somebody's dentures out. But if you do, you just dug up that seed. Been through too much. Been through too much. I'm not going back. Been through too much. Been through too many tears, too many hardships. No, I'm not going back. I might as well see what God has in store for me. You might as well see what God has in store for you. You might as well continue on in the faith. You might as well trust him. He's brought you this far. He's going to take you all the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He died for you. Listen, you are his seed. Not only do you got some seeds, you're his seeds. <laughs> and he is expecting a return from you. Hold on, wait a minute. I want you to see this. If you are his seed, in Isaiah 61, chapter 4 said, you are the planning of the Lord. Yes, which means he planted you right where you are. Uh-huh. And right where you are is where he wants you to deliver the goods. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Hold on. Yes, sir. Which means that he has given you everything you need to grow where you're at. Yes, sir. And what's this? And you know what type of seed you're going to bring forth? His glory. Amen. Yes, sir. That's why we were born. His yes, glory. Sir. Yes, sir. Come here. And then we're done. Thank you, Lord. And we're done. Hallelujah. He's going to be Jesus. Now watch this. The disciples walked with Jesus, and they assimilated what he did, how he reacted, what he said, because they walked with him 24-7. But wait a minute. You still walking with Jesus. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jesus through the Holy Spirit has yoked up with you. Yes, yes. I said, if you've been born again, Amen. Jesus through the Holy Spirit has now yoked up to you. Uh-huh. And he's showing you Jesus. If you're looking at Jesus and the word, he's prompting you and showing you in your spirit who Jesus is so that you can become what you see. So watch this. If I don't, if I'm not showing the glory of Jesus, it's because I'm not looking at him. I have allowed everything else to take my eyes. When I look at other people instead of looking at him, I've taken my eyes. Listen, I can't control this. I can't control where I'm looking. I can't control how you respond to me. I can't control where I'm looking. My only responsibility is not how you do me, but how I do him. I got to get to the place where you can't move me from this. You got to get to the place where folks that so easily move you. Listen, they didn't die for you. They didn't. didn't, They didn't pay for your sins. He did. And he says, keep your eyes on him. Follow him. Love him. Become like him. And as long as I'm here, I can walk over anything. I can go through anything. As long as I'm here, the devil got to behave. As long as I'm here, trouble will come and trouble will go. As long as I'm here, I got everything I need to navigate life successfully. 
That's why Paul could say, now on the hill, he's my everything. And he gives me everything. I'm connected is what he's saying. And as long as I keep looking at him, oh, trying to explain to you how good he is. Oh! Unless you taste 